building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good day and happy Friday. Today we are talking about the quote, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. In my humble opinion, this is just straight up true. And so I'm interested to know if anyone thinks otherwise and why and how. I think a lot of people might want to trick themselves to believe it's not. I hear that happening all the time when people say things like, I don't have time to work out or... I'm scared of going to the gym, which I once was too, so I feel that. Or I don't know where to start. Or I'll sleep when I'm dead. I know a few people that say that. Or I'm totally fine on five hours of sleep. Or eating healthy takes too much time. Or eating healthy is too expensive. Or the food tastes like garbage, which some of it does for sure, but there's definitely ways to get around that. And to these people that say these phrases, I say, hmm, okay. Refer to episode 11, Do You Take Care of Yourself? No, really, to get my take on excuses versus priorities. And when you say you're too busy for things, it usually means it's just not a priority in your life. And that's okay if that's a decision that you're making. Now, I am not perfect in any of these areas, food, working out, sleep, definitely not perfect at all. Even though I have a consistent workout routine now, I still miss my workout sometimes. For 10 years of my life, from like 22 to 32, I tried to get a solid workout routine in place, but I kept falling out of the habit. And frankly, before 22, I didn't really work out at all. I went to college and I was like, "Mm, organized sports were over. And I had never really gotten the habit in place of working out. So college was not the best time for my health and wellness. But From 22 to 32, I would really, I would go to the gym three or four days a week. And I always felt dumb at the gym because I truly had not a single clue what I was doing. And then I'd fall off of going. Then I joined the barcode here in Milwaukee, which is a very welcoming place, but it was super intimidating to me because there are a whole crap load of really in shape women in there. And at the time, I didn't have a ton of female friends, so that worried me. I wasn't in super great shape, so that worried me. I did end up going there consistently for about three years, and then COVID hit. And I slowed on the workouts again because just like the rest of you, I couldn't leave the freaking house. I was actually trying to do barcode workouts in my house and some of the cardio classes. I was in a second floor condo at the time and my downstairs neighbor would come up and be like, I'm trying to work. You can't be jumping on the floor. So I really just felt stifled. You know, like there wasn't a ton that I could do in my second floor condo in the middle of winter. Then I ended up moving and I bought a Peloton. Now I have been working out probably five, six, seven days a week pretty consistently for the last one and a half years. It definitely helps that my husband is super in shape and he holds me accountable. Well, I guess he doesn't really hold me accountable. He doesn't really push me, but he does set a really good example and a really high bar of what it can look like to be really in shape and to make time for exercise. 
Next, when it comes to sleep, I have gotten really religious about this in the past couple of years. I used to try to hack my way into sleeping less to get more productive. And that doesn't work because if you sleep less, you're usually less productive because you have brain fog or you're not feeling well or whatever. At least that's how it is for me. Before I got my whoop strap, I was barely putting myself in bed for seven hours a night. Like if I had to get up at six and I was in bed at 11, not even sleeping, I thought that was good enough. And now I realize that I must have really been getting closer to about six hours and it showed up in my body. I just didn't know that at the time. I was constantly exhausted and my back and shoulders were in pain all the time. I actually went to a number of different doctors trying to figure out why my back hurt all the time and why I had so many headaches and none of the doctors could figure it out. They were like, you need to eat more bananas or, hey, do you want a muscle relaxer prescription? And after all of these doctor visits and all of that time, it turns out that I just needed more sleep. I am actually kind of in the headachey back pain zone today because side story, my daughter's phone set off like two alarms in the middle of the night last night. No idea why. She plugs her phone in in my room so she's not on and on hours of the night. And I ended up getting about an hour less of sleep than I usually do. And it put me right back into that place where I'm in pain and I'm not feeling great. And it is a very serious reminder that I need sleep. When it comes to food, I do not have incredible, perfect self-control. When I make the kids pasta or pizza, I cannot stop myself from eating some, taking a few bites of the mac and cheese, which is pretty freaking delicious. Mm, Carbs. My husband has a client that makes butter cakes, and I told him that he has to stop bringing them home, or I'm, and I keep putting them in the freezer because otherwise I'm freaking eating them all the time because they're so good. I also know that cheese makes my insides feel like trash, and cheese is a very Wisconsin thing, so people eat it nonstop around here, but I definitely still eat it if it's around. Eating healthier has been a journey for me. And again, this is an area that my husband is very disciplined and he helps me hold myself to a higher standard. I guess the pro tip here is get a super disciplined husband. That is apparently the real takeaway of this podcast. Okay, let's talk about how to go about making time for your health. Listen, like I said, I am not the master of time management and self-control. That said, I have figured out systems to work out, sleep enough, and eat healthy probably about 85 to 90% of the time, which is good enough for me. Let's talk about how to make that time for your health. When it comes to working out, I aim for just 30 minutes a day, so it's nothing crazy. And I think that we all have to tell ourselves, don't be a hero. You don't need to do really intense workouts for an hour a day, seven days a week. I can usually work out and get ready within about 60 to 75 minutes. And I do it, I used to do it in the morning and now I've been doing it midday lately. And then I'm back to my work day. You also do not need to work out the five, six, seven days a week that I typically try to. Three to four is perfectly sufficient, doctor recommended. And you should also make sure that you're taking those rest days. Even on the weeks that I do seven days, I am incorporating walking, yoga, stretching, and other similar activities to make sure that I'm rejuvenating my body and I'm not just exhausting myself all the time. When it comes to sleep, you have to put yourself in bed for eight hours. For me, this is non-negotiable. If I'm in bed for eight, I will get between seven and seven and a half hours of sleep. And that is what makes me personally feel best. This is something that I have had to 
work into my schedule and really stick to. I am not actually a night owl or an early bird. So I usually sleep from about 10.30 or 11 p.m. until 7 a.m. And I've always wanted to be that 5 a.m. person, but I'm not. So you And you don't really have to be. If you structure your life to accommodate your sleep needs and everything else that you need to get done, I guess it doesn't really matter what time you go to bed or wake up as long as it works for you and you feel good. Last but not least, when it comes to food... The key for me and what I've learned is that I have to have healthy options available so that I can make the right choices. So my team always makes fun of me because I love eating hummus. If I'm going to eat hummus, I need to have chopped veggies available. Otherwise, I'm about to go eat it with some tortilla chips. And as we know, that's a less healthy option. So chop the veggies. Another snack that I love is hard-boiled eggs. We also buy those like pre-made salad bags that have all the ingredients of a delicious salad in one. And yeah, they're more expensive, but now I eat those for lunch instead of snacking my way through lunch or eating toast or whatever else that's just not as good for you as eating a good healthy salad. Finally, big shout out to Fresh Chef MKE because we order three or four pre-made meals usually per week and eat them throughout the week and they are super healthy. Again, it's not the cheapest option, but when I look at the cost of groceries and then the cost of time to meal plan and cook, neither of which I especially love doing, the trade is worth it to me. Frankly, I would rather work that extra two or three hours and spend that money on buying pre-made food than I would to buy groceries and meal plan and cook. All right, those are my best tips on how to make time for your health. With it being flu season and there's illness everywhere, I swear everyone I know is sick right now. Plus, it's winter. Winter is a super depressing time for a lot of people, including me. I find that now is really a good time to double down and focus on your health to avoid that illness and build better habits for your future. All right, if you got value out of this episode, send it to just one person that should hear this message and I will talk to you all next week. I hope you have an amazing weekend.